So we continue our reading of the book of the Apocalypse uh, today. It's again, uh, as the theme has been uh, throughout the week, quite dramatic. Um, But it ends on a good note, which I think is very, very important to recognize that when it describes all of these difficult situations, when it describes uh, Babylon and her effect on the world, now Babylon being overcome and cast into the sea, it all ends with, the angel said, write this, happy are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. So there's a battle, there's a struggle, there's a, 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 a fight, a war on a cosmic scale. But in the end, the Lord triumphs. And that is so important to always keep in mind in any of our difficulties, in our faith in general. You know, Our faith shouldn't be just summarized as a list of, dare I say, rules, maybe even threats that behave in a certain way or you go to hell or do this or God won't like you. To reduce our faith to, to some observances like that is just a very sad, limited way of looking at the faith. That's, that's not it at all. We have been invited to a wedding feast. We've been invited to eternal happiness. We've been invited to heaven. We've been invited into the arms of the Father. Uh, all that we need is there. We lack nothing. We lack nothing in heaven. That's, that, that's our calling. So it's, not, it's, it's a very positive faith when looked at that way. Uh, last night, as uh, happens on occasion, there was a game uh, which took place in the house here called Murder in the Dark. Uh, it involves turning off all the lights and um, a few people being, two people being chosen as play murderers. No one actually dies in this game. Uh, and they you know, tap people twice on the arm in the dark and that, that person falls down dead. Then people have to guess who the murderer is. All very straightforward. Uh, so it's, um, our house is perfect for it because we have two long corridors which are quite dark. Uh, so it's, it's, if, you're, if you come in from the outside of the house, you will think that there's an axe murderer running through the place uh, but you know it's a lot of fun uh, it's a lot of fun but it's always interesting to, I always find it interesting I'm, maybe I'm just a bit of a people watcher but um, I find it interesting to see people's reactions during these games so at one particular point there were two girls running frantically up a fairly narrow stairs and uh, when they got to the top <laughs> they were running so fast but not really knowing where, where, where they wanted to go <laughs> that they kind of ran to the top of the stairs and then just ended up in in a screaming heap, really, at the top of the stairs. Ran up, ah, and then just kind of got to the top of the stairs and kind of fell over and just kind of on their backs like beetles. And, and, and it's just interesting because, well, you see, if you were being pursued, that's, that's not a good posture right there. Like, that's, uh, that's not going to help you. Uh, why, what, are you what are you doing? <laughs> so it's very, very interesting how people react in fear. People react differently in fear. They say that the typical reactions are fight or flight. You know, fight... You know, you're afraid, so you just, <laughs> your fists are up and you're going to swipe. Or you're afraid, so you bolt. There's also a third, which people often add. Uh, fight or flight, or freeze. Freeze. So when you're afraid, you just, you just don't do anything. You're just, just petrified. And you can't move. There's something coming and you just kind of, st- it's like a deer in the headlights kind of idea. There's something coming against you and rather than kind of move from it, you just stare and, and can't decide. When in our lives we are challenged, when our, in our lives we come across 
uh, various difficulties, as we've, we've mentioned very often this week, everything in, in families or the work environment or wills or uh, siblings and fallouts and all these parish problems and responsibilities, all these kind of difficulties that we, that we come across. Uh, at times, things can feel very overwhelming. At times, things can even seem unresolvable. You know, you think of the situation in the church at the moment, like, there's no kind of quick fix. It's not, well, if we only had X, we'd be, we'd be sorted. It's, it's, just, it's not that simple. So sometimes these, these issues that we're facing, think of the, like the, the pro-life issue, right? We, we want an end to abortion. Okay, what do we do? How do you fix that? Like, there's no, if we just did this, all, all, everyone would change their minds. It's just not that easy. So we have these, these sometimes colossal issues which have no quick fix. And, yeah, they can, they can disillusion you big time. You're looking at the world going, my goodness, what on, what on earth have we done? And how on earth do we get back to where we should be? How do we do this? And that can also lead to a kind of fear. I mean, I, I know lots of parents now who have young children and they're wondering how on earth, how are they going to bring them up in this world without them getting yeah, tainted by everything that's out there? You know, all these various ideologies that are in vogue. So it can lead to a lot of fear. It can lead some then to, to a more maybe militant reaction fight, it can lead others to just say, oh, this is too hard, flight, run. It can lead others to just freeze and just, I just don't know. I just don't know what to do. I, I, I don't think I can do anything. So what do we do? Like, what do we do in this, in this, this battle, which uh, the book of the Apocalypse talks about, uh, particularly a, a final battle, but this isn't, it's not like there's going to be a battle at the end of time. There's an ongoing battle that we're all uh, part of. Just as I was thinking about this this morning, I thought, if you think of, have you ever seen, we have some sheep nearby here, just over the wall uh, on the way in. Sheep have a very small world, right? Things are very simple for sheep, really. Uh, they just have to eat the food that's in front of them. So that your world is about a foot and a half. That's kind of it. That's, you just eat whatever's in front of you, and you move, and you eat there, and you move, and you eat there, and... If, an, if, if a predator comes, maybe you can sprint about 100 yards and then you'll roll over. Just take me. <laughs> right? there's, there's no fight in sheep and there's no understanding really either of, of, of what's going on. That's why sheep need a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd. So in our cosmic battle, in our battle in the faith, I mean, our shepherd is the Lord. And when we're looking down, especially if you're in a uh, if you're surrounded by other sheep your, your field of view is very limited you can't see very much you can't see very far ahead right? you just see the sheep beside you the she- sheep in front of you <clears throat> your little patch of grass you can't see very much you can't, you don't, you, if you see a storm coming you don't know what to do or where to go you can't go build a house or a shelter you're, you're just helpless but the shepherd knows the shepherd knows where to guide the sheep to good pasture. He knows where to guide the flock to shelter. He knows where to guide them to water. The shepherd knows. So in, in all of these battles that we come up against and uh, also in, in, in our gospel, for great misery will descend on the land and wrath on the people. 
They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive to every pagan country, and Jerusalem will be trampled down by the pagans. I mean, this is, for, for, for Jews to hear this, this would have been just devastating. You know, so in all of these very, very serious uh, prophecies, what can little old me do? What can we do? Be led by the shepherd. Be led by the shepherd. Hold on to the Lord. Hold on to him in every difficulty and adversity. Trust the shepherd. Trust the Lord. Trust his guidance. Trust his protection. Trust that when the dusts of battle settle, that we will be right there with him, where we should be and where we need to be. And in that case, I know we can't choose not to be afraid, but in that case, there's no need for fear. Because when we have the Lord, we have everything we need. So we ask the Lord today for all of us here present, for anybody watching or listening today, that in any of our particular battles, that we might stay close to the shepherd, trusting in his guidance and trusting in his timing, that he will lead all things to the good for those who love him. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. Uh, just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on our live stream or joining us to watch these homilies or indeed on the podcasts uh, that Paving the Way Home has produced over the last couple of years. Uh, it's been a great privilege to be able to, to, to speak to you, to share the gospel, uh, to deepen our relationship with the Lord. Uh, we launched our Christmas appeal recently uh, for, to fundraise uh, for the work here of Holy Family Mission. If our work here has blessed you, uh, you might consider uh, assisting uh, in, in the furthering the future of this uh, great work of the Lord uh, by donating maybe on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. There's a donate button up there just so that our work can continue here. We've had 80 young people pass through our formation program. There are plenty of school retreats going on. Schools come here to do retreats. Our mission team goes out to them. Uh, as, as well as other uh, missionary outreaches and retreats that we welcome here. Uh, so thankfully, it's been a very fruitful uh, mission and ministry, and we hope that you share our vision for the renewal of the church. So if uh, you feel the Lord is calling you to, to share or to help and assist our, our mission and ministry here, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you very much for your time, and God bless you.